Like, I wouldn't be sitting here if I wasn't American. Not only because I was American, I was a white American. I've dated people who I knew their parents were against foreigners, <gasps> but I was the one that kind of like made it okay. Sizes, the smallest size that you can get in Korea, they, it doesn't exist in America. <laughs> the smallest size in Korea, what? <laughs> Maybe that's why America's great. <laughs> oh. 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 I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Okay, bringing Korea one slice closer to the world with extraordinary and fun toppings. Welcome to the Korean Pizza Club, KPC, and I'm your host, David Kim. Today we have special guests as usual. Please introduce yourself, starting with Lee. Hello, I'm Lee, and I'm an English professor and fitness model here in Korea. My Instagram is uh, thisisfit underscore Lee if you want to check it out. Okay. I'm currently in contest prep. Wow. Wow, the hottest bikini competition. <laughs> she has the brains, she has the physical. The wow. discipline. Yeah. Wow. I I'm trying. I'm trying and to be which all that. What university are you teaching at? I'm teaching at uh, Yonsei University in oh, Wonju. Wow. wow. One of the Sky wow. Universities, too. I did my master's there. Okay, <laughs> no TMI. <laughs> wow. Name dropping us. Yeah. Hey, hey, I was hey. leading to that. Okay, next. Hi, my name is Anna. I'm Korean YouTuber. I lived in the UK before. I'm also the CEO of nalvashop.com. This is our third time filming this intro. Yeah, I'm just checking the record device. Yeah. Hopefully we can do it this time. Let's uh -huh. go. And now to you, Alex. Yeah, so sl third slice of pizza. This is our third right. intro. We're I got this full. now. Uh, I'm Alex. I'm from the States. I'm from Ohio and I've been in Korea 14 years doing anything in media from radio, TV, uh, English apps, whatever it is. Uh, and I'm puppet just, shows, puppet shows. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't broken into that yet. <laughs> I'm working on that. And fun fact, I've recorded for some Korean dramas Oh wow! and uh, my scenes always get cut. Wow. So <laughs> literally you're doing, no, I, I've only been an extra in the background, but they still cut the scenes. <laughs> And yeah, he's being humble right now, but like Alex is in literally every single radio show, like TV show, app. He's in he's a band. The, in a band, oh, yeah. right? Pure up plug. So Adam cool to be, I'm so cool to say I'm in a band when I'm 30 something. Actually it is, yeah. It Super is. cool. But yeah, Anna was in it for a bit, so we are- For a short while, yeah. We're mm -hmm. totally band I'm going to be in it in the future. Yeah, I just predict. everyone join, whatever. <laughs> right. I, I feel like everybody's just hustling on this. Uh, everybody here is just this like- This is Korea, you have to hustle. Jobs. What do you yeah. call that in Korea? You said something. End job. End job. End job. Uh, uh, yeah, that means you have n amount of jobs. Yeah. So yeah, I have like a professor job, a YouTuber job, a CEO of whatever. <laughs> oh no, big deal. I'm just a CEO <laughs> who went to Yonsei. He was like the best. <laughs> ever. Yeah, I don't know why I'm in this so mode I'm a CEO, right now. So <laughs> I'm trying to like match the level with you guys. <laughs> influence from yeah, last week, is, I think. The maybe, name dropping. Maybe <laughs> wait, wait, but did we hear where Lee's from? Oh, I'm from the States, originally Alabama. Okay. So been in Korea nine years now. Okay. Wow. Uh, thank you for coming by. Uh, it was very last minute last night, I have to admit. <laughs> uh, Lee came all the way from Wonju. I Ooh, really appreciate that. Wow. Yes. Uh, I'm going to buy her lunch after this for sure. <laughs> Uh, and uh, coincidentally, you guys both happen to be Americans and very successful ones in Korea. <laughs> Whatever is that, that means. Is that, is that so? Well, in my standards, you guys are like one of the most successful. Can you people. tell us what an unsuccessful American stop, is? Stop stop doing doing stop, like, you're putting me on the spot. Like, don't do that. But yeah, you Name guys. Drop now. No, 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 no. But yeah. Because Name of the that. least successful American you know, David. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm, not, I'm not doing that. But yeah, coincidentally, that happened to be the case. So I thought it would be natural to talk about these topics for today. 
Why does Korea or Koreans like America or Americans so much? And what is the life of a successful American in Korea like? <laughs> mm, I'm very interested. Yeah. Why? I mean, it's obvious. Greatest country in the world. We got, That's right. We got trucks, guns, and, and barbecues. Bar- burgers. So burgers many burgers. And what else do we do? Eagles, eagles, bald eagles. They, they bring us our burgers, actually. That's that's how we get them. Yeah, uh, we I, I think eagles are cool. I want to see an eagle. You've number. never seen an eagle before? Party at the zoo. Once, oh, but like, yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, have you guys seen wild eagles? Yes, no. really? and it's really funny when you go to a zoo in Korea and be like the North American exhibit or uh-huh. something, and, and it's, it's like, like squirrels. squirrels. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> It's like, uh, I have squirrels in my backyard, thanks. Eagles, <laughs> not in my backyard, but I've seen them, yeah. Oh, never, do eagles actually, eagle. are they American? Like, they originate from America? Uh, bald, bald eagles, eagles are, are oh, really? American, maybe Canada. I don't know the exact oh, origination. The, tur- the turkey is also native to America, but oh. we don't brag about that. Oh, <laughs> Turkeys are ugly. for Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Tasty, but ugly. Yeah, but let's go into the question. So, why do you think Koreans love America? I answered it. We're the greatest. Oh, country. that was it. Okay, end of podcast. Yeah, that was <laughs> To get serious for a moment, I, mm-hmm. I do think there there is a little um, holdover from the Korean War, actually. Yes. Um, yeah. Where where there was some help and aid given. I know there was a lot of wrong done by the states also. Mm-hmm. But I have heard um, many older Koreans, you know, 50s, 60s older, actually express to me that they were thankful for the things America did during the Korean War. So mm-hmm. I do believe there's a certain amount of goodwill holding on from that. Yeah. I mean, that is the greatest like thing here. I think it's the biggest sentiment on why people in general like America. They're mm. like the saviors for us in mm. some extent. It, it's like, half savior. It's mm. it's half uh, also kind of like the pedestal that Korea put us on. Yeah. Because there's the Korean War. And then I would say in the 2000s, especially, mm-hmm. you have like, right. I want to send my kids to school in America, right. not in Korea. So you know, there's this idealism of how perfect America, like something mm-hmm. to live up to. Right. And that's changed in recent years. But overall, it's like, you know, I joke about America being number one. Mm-hmm. But it is. It is a superpower. In some, <laughs> in some aspects, it is number one. Otherwise, the other option is China. And we you know they banned Winnie the Pooh in like <gasps> Hong Kong and Macau? Yeah, is it because he doesn't wear pants? I, I'm not going to say the reason, but yeah, probably he, because he doesn't I just, wear pants. That's I, it. I, that's I, the I, reason. But, you you got to wonder, the, what was he thinking? Yeah, today's not about China. But yeah, I'm, I'm really glad Lee brought up the historical aspect because mm-hmm. I was going to get onto that. Because as a Korean, I think there's like historically ma- mainly two factors. Like as you said, the uh, Korean War, they helped us out. Uh, we were fighting against the commies. <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese and North Koreans. And that's why we're not starving right now under a dictatorship. Yeah. And uh, that itself is like a big thing. And also, I think we can even go even further to like the Japanese colonial rule. Oh. And I mean, it's kind of sad for the Japanese, but like Pearl Harbor and, you know, oh, yes. that technically ended the war. And yeah. it ended the colonial rule for us. So like, oh, that's right. That's like giving us freedom. I, I think you mean. You mean the Hiroshima? Uh, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I totally exactly. Pearl Harbor started that chain of events that the, led to catalyst. Yes, catalyst. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Hiroshima, Nagasaki, yes. the nuclear bomb, and it ended the war and we got freed. So like it's different sides in different countries, but for us, America is like 
you know, we're they, same team. We're same team. Yeah, yeah. We got it. And we always talk about like the uh, General MacArthur, you know, going into the <laughs> Incheon operation. And but obviously not just because of the war stuff, but mm-hmm. because I mean, America generally, like in terms of pop culture and like general world <gasps> influence, exactly. oh, it oh, has such a big yeah. and all the countries in the world are, are influenced by like American media, American True. movies. So it's just like natural influence. Yeah. yeah. It's like Hollywood, Marvel. Yeah, Hollywood. I mean, Air Jordans you're wearing right now. <laughs> Michael Jordan, the NBA, MLB, everything like that. So actually we you gotta give a shout out though to Canada because like most <laughs> most of our actors are like actually Canadian. Ryan like Reynolds. in Hollywood movies, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> Justin Bieber, you yeah. know. Yeah. British actors Drake. too, actually. Yeah. British actors. But you guys own the industry, right. so you're right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I think I think that's something Korea's on to now with the soft power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with K dramas and K pop and stuff. And just how that permeates through yeah. the world society. Um, America did that. American yeah. films and songs. This is why it's so easy to learn English if you truly want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sheer volume yeah. of amazing movies and music and TV shows in English. Right. And yes. mostly from America. Right. It, it's just uh, the omnipresence of that, mm-hmm. I think. American omnipresence. media. Omnipresence. Wow. A professor-like yeah. word there. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really think like soft power, like cultural power is so important. Yeah. This is what mm-hmm. Korea, although like such a small country, we do this better than like China does, in my Ooh. opinion. Oh. Oh, Am I going to get canceled for this? <laughs> You're never going to no. be able to no, enter that No, but seriously, like K-pop, like the influence that it has, I mean, still on a worldwide compared yeah. to like Hollywood and Marvel, it's like right. nothing. Right, right, But still the fact that it started like years ago uh-huh. and like from such a tiny country. Yeah. And Absolutely. we still have better, more influence than mm-hmm. like Chinese pop culture. Mm-hmm. In Jung. In Jung. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, speaking of culture though, I don't know if you could put food into culture as well, right? It's, it's definitely- It's of culture. It is. It is. It is culture, right? Of course. But like, I don't want to degrade American food or anything, but like the good old Mac B, you know, you like uh, Big Mac and it's better than British food. Yeah, to nowadays, be nowadays you have okay. more options like Shake Shack. High five, five over guys. David's head. I agree. It's far <laughs> better than British food. I know. So I'm sorry, British people. I know. But but like <laughs> American food back in like the sixties, my mom was bragging that she had like the first McDonald's or something in Shincheon or something. And they were like, yeah, this is like great. It's Everybody. not sixties. That is a fit for like eighties. Okay. Okay. It's not 60s. Yeah, not 60s, <laughs> 80s or something. But yeah, everybody was like, we have McDonald's, we have Starbucks and like KFC. that kind of- KFC. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a good point that uh, American food, fast food and mm-hmm. uh, packaged products it is just, it's so widespread, so well distributed and also so calculated to be addictive. Mm. So yeah. that, that's a good point. That's another reason it catches on. Mm-hmm. Well, that, yeah, that's Starbucks, man. That is like- Grade like caffeine straight into the veins. <laughs> That's right. But it's, and also like that sweet, sweet you, hit of caffeine. It's it's not even a joke how many of those there's like four in the corner at Hapchong Station. Yeah. There are four there. Right. And a half kilometer away, there's two more. Every right. single you could, block. You could be in one Starbucks making eye contact with someone in the other Starbucks. I've done it. It's it's creepy. Yeah, it is. Like I like every single block you walk, there's a Starbucks there. And uh we even have a word called Suzekwan. <gasps> Ah, oh, right. That means like you're in the radius of a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And yep, because of that, your real estate price goes up. Mm. Yeah. We have Mexic one, which is McDonald's <laughs> radius, Susek one, Starbucks radius, stuff like that. So, yeah. But I did notice like uh, when I go, when I went to America and I go into a Starbucks, the sizes, the smallest <gasps> size that you can get in Korea, they, it doesn't <laughs> exist in America. <laughs> The smallest size in Korea, what? Okay. <laughs> the smallest size. Why, why do we have to do this? I want to get 
Those Korean dudes are coming at you now. Like they're gonna screen cap this and like. I told you about coffee again. But seriously, the grande, the smallest size. I'm gonna stop doing this. The smallest size in Korea, it doesn't exist in America. They start with the medium. I don't think. Yeah, the smallest size in Korea doesn't exist in America. That's what she said. We all get it. What are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe that's why America's great. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I get shocked by it when I was walking around in LA, the size of the venties that everyone's going around with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about yeah, 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 it's the size of the venties. And yeah. they're just like sipping on it, and it's just like there's so many calories and cream and like all that stuff. Can, like, so much cream, you can't even hold it in your yeah. hands. It's just, it's just so big. much cream. Yeah, <laughs> all that uh, we, white cream. We definitely know why Anna likes the US now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the big venties and like the cream, and you know. No, like, I think venti is too big. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so glad I came here today. David, <laughs> I pulled out a shorts for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, I was shocked. Like uh, recently, I think before COVID, that was like my uh, recent visit to America in like 20 years. Ever since I left, and I was shocked when I went to 7-Eleven and sa- saw that big gulp. Like, how do, how do people drink out of that? Like, that's like five servings at once. Yeah, that's for, too big for you too. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, where, where were you again when you saw that? The land of abundance. You were in. Where were you? 7-Eleven. Yeah. Where? Where? Uh, L.A. or something. Well, if you go to the Midwest, uh-huh. you'll see the the people match the. The size of the oh okay, okay. like but LA Portions. like LA people don't off they they're kind of yeah I think it was in, in the road of uh, in the way to Las Vegas like in the highways so. America is a land of excess and that does come with <laughs> consequences and all but um, yeah from the Midwest and from the South mm-hmm. we, we I really yes. want to try Southern American food like oh. Southern fried chicken mac and cheese oh it's like, good yeah, yeah. It's good. It's so I'll be good. able to eat it in, I, in I see, a year or so we, we get all this criticism for like Americans are big and whatnot but Man, our food is freaking good. Yeah, Southern I, food. I have to say, yeah. it's it, like I think even like the better the food is in the area, the bigger people are because like mm. Southern food is just mm, mm. It's wonderful. That's right. You, you might be able to to uh, gauge gauge the local cuisine like level by the, mm-hmm. the, the girth of the people. I, it's just a shame because <laughs> like in Korea, everybody thinks McDonald's is American food and stuff, but they are not like they have not tried like Southern food. Yeah. Like, American is there like a restaurant in Seoul that serves like Southern uh, American? The only one I know oh. is one called Shaibana, but there's one called yeah. Linus in Itaewon. I don't know Linus. Linus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still there. I haven't been. Shaibana is, is that's like that's like that's yeah. fusion. Okay, that's, that's mid. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We but, had one in Wonju. It closed oh, down. Oh. There's a lot of like um I know a lot of kyopos like opening up like American style like Philly cheesesteak places yeah. oh. or like burger places right. recently. Right. There's a lot of great food coming in, and not just from America, but since we're on the topic, mm. yeah, a lot of great American food coming in now. One of the things I loved about some of the pizza brands and chains here is if I wanted America food, mm-hmm. American food, all I had to get was the pepperoni pizza oh. and it was a taste of home. Like, oh. Oh. oh, wait, while we're at it, I, I forgot to ask you guys this. What is your favorite pizza type? Oh, favorite, oh. like, like Korean, Korean pizza? pizza or? I was leading on to it. That's why I brought oh, okay. it. Thank there you go. There you go. See, oh, and, also, and also, I want to ask, like, what is your favorite pizza, like, brand to get in oh. Korea? Okay, so okay. pizza yeah. topping, pizza brand. Yeah, because that's important. Okay, yeah. uh, if we're going with American pizza, then just straight pepperoni from Pizza Hut okay. because that's that's childhood. That's mm-hmm. childhood. From, I grew from the restaurant. Pizza, when pizza. you're at the restaurant oh. in, the, in the pan. Yeah, 
yeah. and pizza. Oh, man. And they have this salad bar that no one touches. Because yes. yeah. why would you? In the UK. Yeah. We used to have that in Korea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the salad towers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about those. Okay. Pepperoni from Pizza Hut. Yeah. Alex? I'll give two. One's pepperoni. Uh-huh. But my favorite surprisingly good <laughs> pizza topping in Korea is that like... Uh, what is it? Goguma paste? Oh, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Someone yeah. finally yeah. likes it. That's yeah. so Korean. It's not my favorite topping, but I was kind of like, I had it and I'm like, eh, it's a pleasant yeah, it's surprise. It's sweet potato paste and it's like on the crust side, right? It's yeah. not how you get like cheese in the crust of the pizza. Yeah. They put oh. sweet, sweet potato, potato mush paste. in it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we it's have some strange. weird toppings it's like yeah. shrimp. Can, 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 we, do, can we do cheese. least favorite? Because for me, it would be corn. Because corn. Corn. Right, you, you can't get a pizza without corn. You ask for no corn. And the corn fairy just drops the corn <laughs> on your pizza. Which is worse, corn or pineapple? Corn. Corn. Oh, <laughs> really? It's to that extent. Corn. Oh, no, I did not corn does not belong on pizza. <laughs> no. Okay, this is the Korean pizza club. It's yeah. like weird pizza that kept, like it's like gorgonzola. It's like they love, they put a lot of sweet stuff on pizza, yeah. right? Yeah, some, mm-hmm. some, Honey and like yeah. sugar powder. And, and then like, you have kimchi on it. Yeah. Sometimes they even put extra like fries on top of pizza. It's like carbs on carbs yeah. on carbs. Oh, it's just like oh. I just get in the mindset like I'm not eating a pizza. I'm eating I'm eating a fusion food that's like a dessert, and then I can eat it. It's yes, like yes. if I'm expecting pepperoni and I get corn plus. Sugar powder plus, I don't know, whipped cream, whatever. <laughs> Cereal. <laughs> well, I think our enthusiasm about American food right now has just proven why. Just, Pretty I much like, not only Koreans, but everyone around the world yeah. loves America. Like just just because of their food in some sort. Yeah. Because it's so, like also so junky. Yeah. Like, it's like, junky stuff is the best. I right? like Jackson pizza. That's one right outside yeah, my office. That's tail. good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, you like yeah. Jackson pizza. And one, one thing we brought up earlier that I wanted to circle back around right. to was um, – that Americans, sometimes we hate America and that's okay. Yeah. That it's okay for us to express our things we don't like about our own country. We can say that kind of openly. I really And love I that. think that's a plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen so many like self-critical comments about American content, like from Americans. While if you look at like Korean content, if someone says the least like negative thing about Korea, they all start like, Hating on you, the, canceling yeah, you. The thing is, like Koreans within their own Korean communities, they're all hating on the government and yeah. like all that stuff too. But like anytime in front of foreigners, yeah. you speak badly about Korea, they're like, why are you saying this yeah, stuff? Yeah, so patriotic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a family thing. Americans have it too, but it is cool. Like, because in your family, you can yell at your sister and fight with your brother. But when someone messes with family... <laughs> You, you fight back. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm the only one that can speak badly about. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. right. That is so double, double Standard faced. hypocrisy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like that about America. I think that's what uh, one trait we should actually learn, like mentally about America. Like how to hate ourselves and like ourselves? <laughs> no, like self-reflect. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's oh. what democracy is about, that's right? That's the you only know? way a country will progress. Right. Yeah, to, so. to be able to say, hey, I think this is not cool. I mm. openly think this is not cool. It doesn't mean that it's the government is without virtue or yeah. our society is not fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It means we need to discuss how we're dealing with this. Right. I mean, technically, America is the country that brought democracy into Korea. Like, technically, <laughs> oh, if you think about oh. it. So if without America... <laughs> I mean, we, we kind of massaged it with a little bit of dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. I mean, that's the process. <laughs> any, we yeah, slid into the DMs of dictatorship. <laughs> But yeah, we wouldn't be voting for people here if it wasn't for America. I just so. hate anyone being too patriotic or too nationalistic. Oh, I just hate. Speaking of patriotism, um, have you seen any of the protests and rallies in Korea? 
Have uh, you seen yes. any of them? Which yes. ones? Yes, like, we've seen them. Like in the streets, they're crowd packed of like- <laughs> Talk about the ones with like American flags. Exactly, and- that's where I'm getting to. Oh yeah. So you can see a lot of like, especially old people um, protesting about some sort of matter. And they usually have Korean flags with them because they're all patriotic, but they also have the American flag with them as well. <laughs> And why do you think that's like that? Like, that's kind of weird, right? I assume, because I don't actually know this, you'll mm-hmm. enlighten me, but I assume it's like a sign of strength. Like, because when you see people that mm-hmm. have the American flag, they're often also very, maybe pro-military, pro-attack yeah. first mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to maybe policies with North Korea mm-hmm. uh, and just be strong. Mm-hmm. And so you'll see them, you know, criticizing a weak government in Korea mm-hmm. or whatever. They'll say oh, stuff like that. Uh, I assume it's because they look back on the good old days in mm-hmm. their minds, right? They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're 60, 70 years old. Yeah. And they look back on a time when Korean dictatorship was strong, but it's also when Korea progressed the most right. because uh, of how quickly uh. they progressed. So they want to go back to a time where Korea is becoming better faster. Mm-hmm. And then they're, you know, they're older. So they look at the young kids and be like, they're just not, you know, they're ruining yeah. Korea or something. Typical yeah. old people right. talk. Yeah. <laughs> right. To add on to that, I think like, I mean, we would have actually have to have a protester here to explain like his or her motive. But from what I've seen from afar is that mostly the conservative people, like mostly old people in Korea, they're pretty much pro-Japan, pro-America. And they're always for that side. Well, the liberal folks are like, we don't like America. So during the mad cow disease Mm. thing in like 2000, early 2000s in Korea, there was like this whole feud about like importing American beef. People were spreading propaganda that American beef had like this mad cow disease and you shouldn't consume it. And that was from the liberal side. And it proved to be total bullshit at the end. Mm -hmm. I don't think that was like the turning point, but that's one of the representative events that show like how divided like the liberal and conservatives are and the conservatives stick with how like Japan and America advanced our country and we should be thankful to them. And the freedom we have right now is tied to American support. So I think that's why they always have like a set of Korean and American (laughs) flags with them. Uh, If you see some like a minority of people even have Israeli flags. Oh, that's like a very weird hybrid. But um, I have no idea. That's its own subculture. Yeah, I think that's just because of like uh, Christianity or something. It ties into American conservatism in uh, in that the American conservative party also ties closely to Israel for for better or worse. Mm -hmm. But they may have seen that in American protests from... uh, like there is a connection there. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I think it also leads to Christianity too. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like part of yeah, oh, conservatism. Old people like ah. uh, are very Christian and that all came from America. That's right. Because Jesus was a white American <laughs> from Israel. Well, I think. you know, Isn't that right? uh, Amer- American missionaries in the, the early 20th century mm-hmm. to Korea. Because, you know, I- I'm Christian. I've attended a Korean church only. Like mm. I was the only white person there. It's all Korean. And they would often talk about the missionaries and yeah. stuff. So that's uh, that isn't that's another yeah. influence. The religious influence. That's the best another. universities are all built by missionaries. Yonsei, Yonsei and is. Iwa, we have we have name bar- dropping university SE. It's true. Us Yonsei people would now. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles, by the way. Oh hey. It hey. also has like a you know a phrase of like the truth will set you free. I think that's from the Bible too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, all like a lot of the early hospitals came from those missionaries too, right? Right. Right. <gasps> that's right. Then that was a big change, and when you come in 
with that, you know, that is a positive influence in yeah. a way, mm -hmm. or at least a strong influence one way or the other. Mm -hmm. I think that was great talk. Uh, let's just wrap it up in like one sentence each. Like, why do you think America is so popular and so favored in Korea in the macro perspective? I think for uh, reasons of historical alliances, mm -hmm. you know, military and politically, and also for current world culture, enjoyable culture in food and movies and music. Yes. Yeah, I, I would say it's basically that. And, and for better or for worse, you can agree or disagree with Korea's current desire. Yeah. But I don't think it's wrong that many Koreans aspire to America because of those reasons. Like it's mm -hmm. very natural um, to have some sort of affection for America. Mm -hmm. Again, not saying like it's a good thing now or anything, but yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah. And Anna? I think it's the big size everything. Everything's <laughs> That's what's important. Yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. Is it? It is. Oh. My parents live I really in Texas. want to go you to Texas. Verify, have okay. you been to Texas, David? No, I haven't. I really want to Get go. Get that 72 yeah. ounce steak. The steak. Oh, I really Texas want food is meant to be amazing. Damn. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is. I need to go. Yeah, barbecue. Come, come, come visit me, to... guys. My family's in Texas. Yes. Come visit. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we can basically agree that America has influenced Korea historically in a very positive way. Um, Culture-wise, food-wise, everything. Like, to the music. Like, even K-pop has a lot of, like, hip-hop roots in it, too. Can I just say something? Because, you know, I've, I've recently started Nalva. Yeah. And so I get all my clothes from Dongdaemun. Mm -hmm. It just makes me laugh the amount of, like... U.S. random cities yeah. on Korean clothing, Minnesota. and like the Konglish is just like like Yale, Yale or like Harvard. New York, yeah. yeah, Los Angeles. It's like on everything. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, why? That's yeah. that's an amazing point. Just just side note that that English words and American cities make it into fashion, right. yeah. And random English makes it into K-pop songs, even when it's not necessary. Right. So it's just it's just completely layered in. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a lot to thank about America. I mean, like. I'm not sucking up or anything, but we, like we missed all the bad stuff we did. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we missed everything. Of we'll do another episode on the bad stuff. You'll see them on the comments. For we sure. know, babe. We know. Yeah. <laughs> Marijuana is illegal because of the U.S. military presence in Korea. Uh, I'm just saying. A tip of the iceberg. A lot of people think Korean clubs are being super racist against foreigners, uh, but like if you go back into the history of that, the reasoning to that is like a lot of American military troops. <gasps> used to do mm -hmm. fucked up stuff in mm -hmm. the clubs mm -hmm. and stuff. And that's why they got like a bad rep. And like Korean clubs are like no foreigners. I do uh, believe it. Yeah. I do. But I do of course there that. are like blatant racism, uh, racism yeah. and discrimination like mixed among those. But yeah, that was great talk. Now let's get into like a little bit of a micro perspective into your lives, you guys' lives. Personal stories. Personal stories. Wait, how personal? Like how are you living the American Korean dream? You know, like... <laughs> Uh, you guys are pretty established here. You did know? you have to return your gun when you came over to Korea? I mean, do you have a bald eagle pet? What do you have in Korea? I was Korea? supposed to return it. <laughs> bald eagle. Just between. <laughs> yeah, but like, tell us your stories. How did you start here? How did you become the person you are right now? What a question. How Gentlemen. did you start here? Yeah. I was in... Before we go on, a special thanks to the sponsor of this episode, Naked Seoul. Bringing Korea into your hands with authentic, curated, made-in-Korea products you can't get on Amazon. They have fast global shipping, and right now, as of April 1st, 
They are having a limited sale on super high quality BTS D Festa photo books, celebrating BTS Jimin's successful solo album release. So go check it out along with other hip Korean products you can't find anywhere else other than Naked Soul. What a question. How Gentlemen. did you start here? Yeah. I was in Japan when I was three years old. Mm -hmm. And long story short is in college, I had a chance to come back to Japan for a university program. And it came through Korea. Mm. My professor was Korean. He was like, hey, you liked Korea. You said you want to learn the language. Why don't you be a teacher in Korea for a year? And I did that. And after that, I was going to go back to America, go to med school, become a doctor, and live a perfect life in America. <laughs> and then I just, you know, ruined my dad's dreams of me being a doctor. What's up? And I never left. 14 years here I am. Why did you not leave? When I lived in a different country, and a lot of Americans have a problem of not knowing what's outside of their border, mm -hmm. and I would say that would be me too, you come out and you realize there's so much more to this world, to mm. this life. And it's not just Americans, it, Koreans who haven't left. You yeah, know, yeah. Koreans We just too. don't know sometimes. <gasps> and once I realized that, I realized... There's so much more I need to figure out before I settle down on one career path. I liked Korea. I liked the food. I liked learning the language. The people were nice to me. There was no one reason that kept me here, but I just liked being here. And, mm -hmm. and then I stayed. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people would be curious. Like a lot of our viewers want to come to Korea and mm -hmm. they want to like uh, make a life here as well. Uh, you guys have been here for quite a long time and you're self-sustaining yourselves with like careers and jobs. I think they'd be curious on how you got those positions and stuff. Sure. Uh, well, do you want to start with how you got here first? Oh, hi. So, that's yeah, right. Yeah. You okay. can do that. Yeah. So uh, originally, as with so many people, I came here as a, a public school teacher, middle mm -hmm. school teacher. And um, wanting to come to Korea, uh, it, it started with, I saw some YouTubers who were foreigners living in Korea. So I got the example, oh, this is a place you can live happily. So I got a picture in my head of what it would look like. So who are the YouTubers? Nine you might, years you, ago? Yeah, uh, more than nine. Ten, wow, ten, ten it was, years it was, ago, there it was were Eat Your Kimchi. They were a married, oh. at, at that time, you know, they were a married Canadian couple. Simon and Martina. 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 Yes. They're yes. divorced now. Yes. Oh, really? It, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking, the whole story. Oh, but okay. I, I saw them living here and I thought, oh, I could do that. I thought about South Korea every day for three months. It, it was just like a calling, like I needed to go. And it wasn't just because of K-pop or anything. I thought, mm -hmm. I need to go there. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm a Christian, so I felt like it was, you know, God kind of pushing mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I decided to apply for the safest job. That's working in a public school. Yeah. And then when I got here, it was just everything kept lining up. This is hard, but it's wonderful, and I uh, need to be here, and my purpose is here. Okay. I, I still want to be here in the future. Like, my 10-year my goal is to be in, like, local politics in Korea, like, wow. be a representative for foreigners. I have to do a lot better in my life, but I, I want to help as many people as possible, and I feel like I need to do that here. So. Wow. So you literally came <laughs> because you felt like it's a calling or it's something. It's a purpose. Yes. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's very like unusual. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. uh, what I've noticed is like uh, a lot of people enter Korea, especially Americans as English teachers, right? Mm -mm. Either ESL or, you know. But a lot of people I know too, like want to get out of teaching English or like… That's the goal. Yeah. Once <laughs> you're in, the goal is to get out. Yeah. Exactly. So how did you guys like… Start working in yeah, media and yeah. stuff. So we… I had this like band beforehand back when I was an English teacher and we made this music video and it was popping off before, like this was 2011, before 
like when it, a hundred thousand views was, was that a ton before of views. Busker Busker? Yes, it was. Oh, really? really? You uh, were the original white boy in the Korean well, If you look no it way. up, someone re-uploaded. It's called Gangnam Freedom. It was Itaewon Freedom okay. Parody. Oh, okay. Parody, ah. And it, it popped oh. off. And our schools, uh, the the headmaster brought us in. Uh-huh. Not the headmaster, the, the overall school district mm-hmm. person. And was like, uh, there's alcohol in the video and some Gangnam moms are complaining. You need to take it down. <gasps> and there was a moment I realized like, yeah, I'm enjoying life in Korea and I'm free and I, I'm making decent pay. I don't want to be controlled as an English teacher here because they do control moms. you. Yeah. I wasn't cars. even in Gangnam. And then <laughs> I was like, I have to stay in Korea. And a lot of people do this. I have to stay in Korea. I don't know what to do, but I know I need some more experience. So I actually went to grad school in Korea right oh. after that. Hey. To which university? <laughs> D- does it Soul Day? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the S of Sky. <laughs> the S. We will, we will arm wrestle you after this. Oh, yeah. We have an Ivy Club here today. Yeah, right? so that's how that's how I switched over. Uh, and while I was there, how I got into media was I had started making a YouTube channel because I'd watched another foreigner eat spicy food. It was mm-hmm. the um, Youngguk Namja. Oh, okay. <gasps> yeah. Was yeah. Like and I was like, I can eat this crap. This ain't that cool. So I made a parody of that. Uh-huh. And then that popped off. And I was like, oh, crap. I have to keep doing this now. <laughs> so I kept making spicy videos. And at some point, while I was in grad school, it was a grad school student friend, friend's friend, who was who's found out that I had a YouTube channel uh-huh. in a random meeting and was like, hey, they need someone at Adidang Radio. Wow. Do you want to go over there and do it? And that's how I got started in Korean media. Oh. oh my gosh, I just wish I had started YouTube in 2011. Can you yeah. imagine? That's no. like, it's like Blue Ocean. Right. Seriously. Oh my gosh. I mean, how would have we known? Like I was in college, my like first the, freshman year of college. I remember the YouTube UI interface was so different too. Like, yeah. okay, different. One of my friends started YouTube around that time and he was so not into it. He found out he was popular on YouTube when he received a silver button in the mail. Uh, <laughs> like that was how you could be wow. successful back then in the early yeah. days. But what I'm getting from your stories, like the common points are like, I think you have to like put yourself out of the box, put yourself out there, like either through YouTube or either through outside of your own daily norm. And like, that's the attitude, I guess. Yeah. I feel like all, like, I don't know, a lot of foreigners that come to Korea because they are in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like they all want to become like influencers or like media. <laughs> some do, some do. Yeah, a lot. What other stuff do they do if they're not in media? Or how do they get out of teaching jobs? Yeah, you definitely come in through teaching or student because that's how you get your visa. Yeah. But once you're here, uh, I have a lot of people from my school that went into like, uh, NGOs or think tanks because it was a grad school. And then the other jobs that people do are... You can be a liaison with some large corporations. I've known yeah. some girls that worked for, like literally worked for a fashion company uh, or a beauty brand. Mm-hmm. And they were like their foreign liaison. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest problems is if you get out of teaching and you work in a company and, and maybe not foreign liaison, but if mm-hmm. you, you can, can get jobs in Korea... Yeah. But your living conditions might be worse than when you were a teacher. Uh, Longer hours, you don't get housing. It is hard just to jump into another industry. Uh And so that's why a lot of us who are foreigners who have quote unquote made it, either have a job like a professor and then have a side hustle. Or like me, I just had to have so many end jobs, Mm -hmm. so many side hustles that my job is managing all these little jobs of my life. <laughs> oh, that's exactly how I feel right yeah. now. Yeah. These days. You're a manager to yourself. Yeah. I, don't, I don't recommend, by the way, if anyone's watching as someone who was, I want to join like a social or whatever agency, you can actually make it by just 
running your own life, making less money overall, but not giving 50% mm-hmm. of your income out. Wow. That's that so important. If, such uh, such oh, an insight. The, yeah. Visa language though. If you come, if you come to Korea and as a foreigner, your visa is important. Yes. So mm-hmm. people on the E6 visa are entertainers. They can only do entertainment work. And for that, usually you have to have a sponsor. Mm-mm. And but mm. if you are on some other kind of visa, then yeah, you can you can make it work. Freelance. This is so insightful. Like I really <laughs> loved uh, Alex's perspective right there. Get, get your, but she's right. Get your F visa. Yeah, Once visa, here, get that first, F visa, visa first. F. Get your technicals sorted out, and then manage your own self. And it's kind of like, cool yeah. though, because it sort of weeds out people who like. I'm just going to come to Korea and I'm going to do my thing and I want to get famous. I want to work with K-pop stars. Yeah. <laughs> you have to prove you want to be here because getting that mm. F visa is tough. Uh, and so oh. you, it's paperwork, it's studying, it's doing this. Anyone can do it, but not many people are willing to put the effort in to get that F visa. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is equipped for those who don't, it's equivalent to getting married in Korea or being a Korean kyopo. Yeah. Korean uh, uh, national, international. Green card. It's kind of like a temporary green uh, card. Temporary green card. But you have to have mm. that to do these side jobs. So the natural question that pops up here related to our topic today is, do you think you had some kind of advantage or intangible upper ground because you were American? 10,000%. Really? Oh, mm. 100%. Really? Okay. Compared to all about country. Yeah, because I have <gasps> friends who are Filipinos who like, I didn't graduate from an American, British, or Australian university. I speak English, but I can't teach at some of the jobs mm-hmm. that I got. Uh-huh. So there were some jobs that were just easier for me to get uh, so let me put it this way. It was definitely easier to get my foot in the door in the beginning. <gasps> that's what I should say. Mm. And that's because of your national, like, c- your citizenship. citizenship. Yeah, mm. I could have gone to any university in America. It really didn't matter. Mm. I just had to have the degree. You, uh, it, yeah. It's great if you're Harvard, but if you're not Harvard, everything else is the same. So mm. is it because of your, like, nationality or is it because of your, like, English accent like what's the difference between like an australian or filipino that all speaks english like for example hattie told me when she was an english teacher she has to teach in american english Uh, just uh, to put uh, on american accent she can speak american english so she had to be like guys this is water (laughs) oh really (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i mean that is the case here like a lot of people prefer to learn american english when i think about the textbooks i've used and the audios and the cds Mm -hmm. It's like 90% or more American style English. So yeah. I do think you get some preferential treatment for any jobs for apps or any, mm. anything related to the English language. I think American specifically does get a little preferential treatment. Yeah, it is kind of the standard here. Everybody wants that accent. So, well, you know, British English is, is the language oh, okay. that created English. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Rural yeah. Britannia. I mean, I really love other accents. Like, I would love to learn mm-hmm. another accent. I actually think, no offense, my accent is pretty boring. Um, yeah, but like stupid Ottawa accent, uh, Baltimore. Yeah. I love but, that New York accent. But I like say. everybody around here in Korea says, like, oh, I love your English accent. It's so like American, and like yeah. I, I don't even know oh. what that means. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. American accent. Well, you can just hear the freedom in the voice. The Queen's yeah. English. Queen's gone. <laughs> it's now <laughs> time for The funny America. thing is, the funny thing is, Sorry. everybody recognizes like the. Is this the Northern American accent? Is mine? It's, it's the standard generic yeah. news I, I, accent. I would, I would right. say, I would say Nick. <laughs> standard <laughs> generic. Basic, generic. Basic. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Midwest. I thought it was boring. Yeah, Midwest. Yeah, yeah. Midwest. But like, if you think of America, there are 50 states, 51. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different like accents everywhere, South, North, East, West. And people think that this generic accent is the American accent while there's like the Southern, like, like other New things. York. Yeah, New York. Italian, American, whatever, but... Jersey. 
Yeah. That's the Italian one. Yeah. <laughs> I must say, when I went to New York, like an, an Americans heard me talk, they were shocked. They were like, why is this random Korean girl speaking like British <laughs> English? And they were so shocked I, at me. Honestly, I was shocked at you too. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. She speaks British. I love your voice, Anna. Yeah. Thank I love you so it. much. A lot uh, of people like my accent. So I have to keep mm-hmm. it. Classic. Yeah. That's right. Water. Water. Should Water. I try to speak an American accent for the rest of the podcast? Yes, please. That I will be, try. That would be oh, fantastic. Put some rasp in there. <laughs> like Valley girl. <laughs> oh, I, can, wow. I can do Valley oh my God, girl. We got this, girls. Like, Let's yeah. do it. Let me take a selfie. Do you learn your English Valley girl from like an EDM song? <laughs> yeah. Let me I think so. Who's that chain smoker circa 2015? But yeah, that's funny. But uh, other than the English factor, like, you know how American passports are like the most powerful passports in the world. And that's because like... Actually, Korea is more powerful well, passport than Because we American. can't go to Cuba. Yeah, and some I other mean, countries. I mean, like technically Singaporean, Korean, Jap- Japanese passports are the most powerful. Like yeah. in terms of like which countries yeah. you can go to. But like... In, Symbolically. Yeah, yeah, like diplomatically yes. or like influence-wise, American yeah. passports are the passports. So do you think that kind of power behind your country has some kind of effect to you living in yeah. other countries and having some certain benefits or... Well, we're benefiting from what we talked about in the first part, <laughs> which is all of that soft power, all <laughs> of that... The goodwill that came out of the Korean War, mm. you know, even though, again, good and bad can yeah. happened after, but we're benefiting from that for sure. Mm. And people will look at us differently, whether they say something on the street to us or they just want to learn English from us mm. and well, not and somebody just else. The currency, like USD is oh. accepted everywhere in the world. Like nobody knows what the hell Korean one is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but USD is everywhere. Oh, that's yeah. a great point, Anna. Yeah. I, I feel like familiarity. Like if you're mm. dealing with an American, whether you know them or not, you have a certain set of ideas about what they are like. Mm-hmm. And it's very reliable. And yeah. it's, it's not surprising. Like if I meet someone from... Uh, Estonia. I have a few friends from Estonia, and I had to start from scratch. Like, where is that? What, mm. what do you eat? What do you like? Mm-hmm. And and America's kind of a known quantity. Yeah. So perhaps feels safe on account of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People like That's USD. Uh huh. USD. <laughs> USD. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's really <laughs> at it today. Fire today. Wow. <laughs> Bringing the heat, Anna. Bring it. Yeah. <laughs> But the USD is definitely the best D. Big, <laughs> it's definitely got the biggest influence. Yeah, definitely. It's tied to the. It's a rising currency. It's tied to oil, so yeah. <laughs> I think Saudi basically made the USD the world currency. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, but technically speaking, like, do you have any episodes of yourself, personal episodes, that you benefited out of being like an American? Here in Korea. Uh, so to get my particular F visa, you have to do a lot of things. Like it's it's basically like the good person visa. So studying. Good person and visa. What does that yeah, mean? Well, it's, it's called it's called the uh, it's jumpsu jebita or injebita. Like okay. you have to prove ah. like your your income. You have to do volunteering. You oh. have to have a certain level of Korean, certain level of education. Okay, that's um, a good person. So you can't be a loser. <laughs> you have to be a successful American. That's, that's right. why you're. Gonna- <laughs> And um, I had to take these classes. It was uh, KIPP classes. Uh And um, at the the, the facility I was in, it wasn't just Korean language, it was culture. And we had an older Korean lady who was our teacher, and I was the only Western person there. Everyone else was the Southeast Asian wife of a Korean man. So I was the only single girl Uh and the only white girl. And uh, she loved me. And she would consistently praise me in front of the others, not just for my Korean ability, but my appearance. She said, oh, she's so tall. Her skin mm. is so, and I she's thought, so pretty I, and thought I, I thought, I thought, I, 
I, I appreciate, I know it's just love, it's just kindness that she's saying this, but she's saying it in front of these other girls and yeah. some of it is racial difference. It is. Yeah, it it is. is. And, and I, I would feel horrible every time and I couldn't do anything about it. So I did receive preferential treatment in mm. my classes, I, I do believe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just to just to let you guys know, I'm not trying to like pressure you guys or like put you guys <laughs> on the spot, but like since we're at the topic, like I'm just asking if you had any preferential. Oh, all the time. Like every day. I'm not trying been... to like make you confess like I had preferential treatment here. <laughs> I don't That's care. why I'm just to be clear, okay? I, like I don't care. I I had the whole time I'm here, everything I've gotten is probably because of like I wouldn't be sitting here if I wasn't American. Hey, there that, would be something that's else. too humble. That's too now. now okay, doing, that being said, yeah. like yeah, in the meantime, while I was a grad student, I was getting these like fifty, sixty, seventy dollar an hour teaching jobs. That not only because I was American, I was a white American, and so I have lots of these kind of advantages when it comes to one the uh, accent I have, yeah, also being white considered safe. Uh, but then it's not just financial. It is that cultural thing too, where I, I don't want to call anyone out, but I'll just say like I've dated people who I knew their parents were against foreigners, <gasps> but I was the one that kind of like made it okay because I was a white American foreigner who spoke Korean. Uh, and so mm-hmm. it would have been harder for someone else to date someone yeah. in that regard. So culturally and also financially, I've definitely benefited. That is an interesting point, Alex, that I think it does make a difference in the romantic market. If you're dating Koreans, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. That it's, it's a, if you're, if you're a, a safe, yeah. known nationality. And symbolically, that USD. Yes. People <laughs> like the USD. The money. But <laughs> dating us would be, just to like be completely blunt about it, dating us visually, not visually, symbolically speaking, would be a Korean girl would be looked on successfully, then why are you dating someone from a poorer Southeast Asian country or an yes. African country? Even though a lot of the people I met from Africa from our grad schools were like top diplomatic yeah. smart kids. Yeah. It's just in the perception. It's yeah. a stereotype. That yeah. USD, this is the soft baby. power thing. The soft, yeah. uh, hard power, baby. The USD <laughs> is soft power. <laughs> this episode, oh my God. I might have to make it 19 plus. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about podcast rating standards. I want to hear about like entry. I want to hear about like your dating history in Korea. Yes. 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 Have you dated Korean? Yes. Then? Yes. How how did that go? Well, I I really think uh, for me there's not c- cultural differences are not that much or linguistic differences because you know I can speak Korean. Um, values, if your values are the same, I, I think you can work through anything. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I've I've uh, been been very. Uh, happy with, very blessed with the experiences I've had dating Korean guys. Can I ask, does it help to, if you're, since you have a Christian background, does it help that if you date a Christian, that kind of helps, it gets um, a commonality between you two? Absolutely, absolutely. I would have more in common with a Korean guy who didn't speak English and was a Christian than I would with an English-speaking American guy who wasn't. Uh. That's the extent to where, like, like just values. Like, if you got the same, same things are important to you. Are you currently dating... I'm huh? currently single. She's single. Ooh, so <laughs> Y'all know her Instagram. <laughs> this is Vin underscore Lee. <laughs> and you, Alex? Uh, I'm currently happily in a long-term relationship. Oh, that's Ooh. good. Yes, good for you. With yeah. a Korean. With a Korean, yes. Oh, good for yes. you. So, uh, it's, it's been going well. I don't know what to say. Uh, what was the original question? Yeah, I'm happy in my relationship in a multicultural relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, one thing I noticed, like I'm, I'm not here to generalize, but like the tendency I've seen from some certain Americans I've seen in Itaewon or Hebangchon. Hello. 
Yeah. A lot of, I, I, I don't know if I can generalize, honestly, but like. Do it. Do it. Bring <laughs> the hate I'm comments. I'm very tiptoeing you. But a lot of European or other regional people, that international people, tend to learn Korean more than mm. Americans I've seen. I've mm. noticed. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh, yeah. Americans... <laughs> Are very like some of them are very American centered. They don't wander around outside of English. They're like, oh, they use English here anyway, so I'm just gonna like you know mm. hang out yeah. in English. Yeah, so I have seen that tendency. Yeah. I mm. think that that's a hard one to grapple with because I'm usually very anti-American, but been pretty positive yeah. in today. I mean, not anti-anti, but, <laughs> yeah. but I mean like I'm critical. I should say. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the one thing I will defend Americans on there is yeah, some of it's America centric, and some of it's just. If you're from a country that speaks only French and you come to Korea, your choices oh, are wow. English or Korean. Ah, if you're oh. an American, you can get by. And it's not like they're trying to be like... So it, it's been harder too because when we were in grad school, as you would know, like you just kind of resort to English. Because at least the French person and the person from Thailand and the person from I don't Germany... The common language you all had was English. So we don't get to practice. Whereas, I mean, we should make the effort. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a little bit of environment too. Okay. So not all Americans totally are bad. Also, a note on that: um, my I'm in a smaller city. I'm in Wonju, not in Seoul. And so my Korean friends, rather than letting me speak Korean with them, they want to speak yeah. English because mm-hmm. I am their only opportunity in the week. Mm. So I use English with them because it's it's yeah. what they would like. It's yeah. what they prefer. Yeah. Not total hate, but for the ones who have been here for ten years <laughs> and you haven't learned Korean yet, <laughs> you're the unsuccess. No, that's not true. But, <laughs> get on that, babe. Get on that thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think if you come to Korea, especially as an American, if, if you really want to branch out, you have to learn the language and you have to make a lot of connections, make friends, try things, try, you know, do some things for free, do some things that aren't exactly what you'd expect. And some pathways will open up to you. The person who's out there moving out there, creating connections, you're going to find what you want if you work hard enough and you're willing to be uncomfortable. Mm. But like, like Americans are the most like usually extrovert, like outgoing. They like are. The most people who are like willing to talk to strangers. They are. Yeah, we yeah. are cheerleaders. Small we talk. are. I was shocked when I went to New York back in November. People would just like stop me. Like, or like, stop they just you? have to talk to you on stop. the street. Oh, stop you. Yeah, stop. Stop. Oh my God. Oh my God, stop. Stop you. They would and... just talk to you. Yeah. Like, it's just amazing. I was shocked too. Like yeah. I was in a random bus and st- this person started talking to me and I was like. A full on conversation. Do I know you? <laughs> like he was talking about an aquarium or something and I'm like, what? TMI. What? What is, what is going on here? I, I think in today's environment, especially nowadays, you know, there's, there is a lot of anti-American sen- sentiment or a lot of criticism about American culture and it's not wrong. But at the base of it, as much as I criticize my own country, when I go back, there is something about the culture. Koreans, you have Jung. America, we have something. I don't know what it is, but, you know, there's Southern hospitality. There's the food. There's the outgoingness to help, you know, if you're talking about extroversion a little bit. Americans aren't bad people. The, The country, the politics aside, an American is just a person. You know, Korean is a person and we, I, I think sometimes people like Americans because we're just other good people you can relate to. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Maybe not. Or, you know, except when we're all patriotic and America's the best. Bald eagles in my backyard, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bald eagles in my backyard is the new single on your album, right? Uh, yeah. 
But like, like he said, like we are all one in this planet. Like, <laughs> a hippie nerd. I feel like we should all hold no, hands no right borders, now. No race. Like if we are all one. We are all oh, human no. beings. Okay, I'm, I'm already seeing those comments saying, "Okay, next time get some African American people <gasps> on your podcast. Oh, you and should. Yeah, mm, listen to it. their voices. It's going right. to be drastically different. And I it know, will be. Oh, and mm. I will. Uh, so I actually talked with uh, Mike and yesterday. Southeast Asian <gasps> people, maybe. Yeah, Mike's a good friend. So I'm going to have him definitely on mm. the show. We'll have more Another minority. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. yeah, Southeast Asian people, Europeans, Africans, everybody. You know uh, why? You know why? Yeah, because everyone likes pizza, right? That's yeah. right. You, you should go. all bring mm-hmm. them all around the I'm table. I'm a little disappointed we didn't get pizza today. Yeah. I expected it actually. It is false We're advertising, get it David. After, but <laughs> awesome. you have a schedule, so I'll buy you one next time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, with the, this uh, sweet potato crust. <laughs> <laughs> the way you like it. It's a virtual <laughs> pizza. And corn cheese. Oh, God. Get out of here. I'm quitting the show. The mandatory corn. Yeah, but this was such a fun talk today. Uh, I think we, I, I like coincidentally, I just hit you up last minute yesterday and like so splendid. So David style. Guests <laughs> showed up and I'm so satisfied with this episode. I think our viewers would be very interested. I'm glad you're satisfied oh, with USD. that. USD. 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 I'm, I'm totally satisfied with you. So was it, good, was it good for you? It was a good was ride. It good for you? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This was episode three of Korean Pizza Club. Shout out to the viewers. We're already at 5,000 subs. We're monetized. We have our Patreon already. Shout out to Heather, Ross, and Lauren. Oh, you have a Patreon for this? Yes, I started one. America representing, that's right. They're all American. Bay Area, San Diego, uh, San Francisco. I don't know where Ross is from, but he sounds... Americans, we we may be annoying, but when... Friends need friends. You know, we got your back. Yeah. We show up. We got your back. We show up. Yeah, like one of our good supporters for a long time, Heather, like Mm -hmm. especially shout out to her. Like she's cared for me so much. Mm -hmm. But like this debate we had, it's not a debate, but this cultural difference, like she wanted to like support me financially and without any like exchange or any, Mm -hmm. anything. So I was like, oh, I can't do that as a Korean. That's so uncomfortable for me. Mm -hmm. Like I need to give you something (gasps) like in exchange. Mm -hmm. But she's like, no, that's in American culture. Mm -hmm. I want to support you. You just like support. Yeah. Send all your USDs (laughs) this way. (laughs) Give give David all the USD. (laughs) He'll be so happy. But yeah, I'm so grateful. Um, A lot of support coming uh, through Patreon. (laughs) He cannot get enough of that D. (laughs) Speaking of D, we have another D. We've opened the Korean Pizza Club Discord. So we officially have a community working. Actually, 30 people joined yesterday. So it's growing, growing. Uh, yeah, I just see this going big. You guys are going to be pretty much having like millions of views on shorts talking about American D. <laughs> and, Woo! I mean, dang, USD, Discord, all the Ds. Mac D, yeah, everything. It's flying all over the place. And also, one last shout out. Actually, we have a sponsor for this episode. <gasps> Is that? Yeah, Naked Soul. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am the co-founder so on of. Topic. Yes. Uh, thank you to Naked Souls for sponsoring this podcast episode. Naked Soul is the best online shopping mall. You can go to get authentic, curated Korean stuff, handpicked by people like me, David Kim, Danny Kim, Jin, and uh, you can find very exotic Korean stuff there, all made by small businesses. And also, we're having a limited sale period in celebration of Jimin's comeback recently, Jimin's solo album, (gasps) Face, recently. So you can buy the BTS D-Festa 
again. <laughs> you can buy the BTS D Festa photo book, super high quality. Uh, by dispatch, <laughs> just go check it out. And that was it for Korean Pizza Club. Hope to see you in the next one and say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Go follow them. Bye. Yay. America. <laughs> America. God bless America. God bless America and all our bald eagles. <laughs>